the thief comes not except to steal kill and destroy i have come that you might have and enjoy life life in abundance until it overflows discover how to live the abundant life in christ through the ministry of pastor ose yao afuakwa pastor afuakwa is the general overseer of faith house charismatic chapel international a thriving ministry in kumase ghana god has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know god better live life better and impact their world better get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory success and limitless prosperity god bless you as you listen exploring the faith that works part two exploring the faith that works to explore is to search out something to explore is to be able to understand and comprehend a thing to explore is to investigate something. And the Bible says that it so happened that one day Jesus and his disciples had an encounter with a certain gentleman who had a child. Matthew chapter 17, verse 14 to 21. Look at what the Bible says. When they were come down to the multitude, the Bible says, a man came to him kneeling down to him and saying, verse 15, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's an epileptic. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. Verse 16. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Verse 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? Verse 20. So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For I surely I say to you, If you have faith. Somebody say, I have faith. I have faith. Say, I have faith. And that's what we started exploring. We established the fact that we have what? Faith. Every child of God has faith. One of the greatest statements of unbelief you can make is that I have no faith. You have faith. Every child of God has faith. It's just that some people have put it at the wrong place so it's not working. Every child of God has faith. But you have a responsibility to nurture, grow, and develop that faith. Until it can do anything you want it to do. You must understand that all things are possible with God. Somebody say, all things are possible with God. He says, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? The Bible said, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that you can ask or think. So with God, nothing is impossible. But not only are all things possible with God, but God also has designed that for those who believe all things are possible with them. Praise God. So it is not only with heaven that all things are possible. On earth, you can also live a life of limitless possibilities. And I see you living that life. I said I see you living that life. Nothing shall be impossible for you again. In the mighty name of Jesus. How can you live a life of limitless possibilities? You have to live a life of faith. You have to live a life of what? Faith. faith. When faith works, everything works. The moment you see that some things are not working, don't check anything. Check your faith. Check your faith. When your faith is working effectually, things work. For the marriage, it will work. Your business, it will work. Your academics, it will work. This year, everything will be working together for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. And in this year of loving God, where we say all things are working together for our good, we need to make sure that the key that gets everything working is right in our hands. Fully deployed and fully engaged. I see you engaging your faith. But like we saw in the scripture, faith works. So in this instance where the child could not be healed, 
The father's faith may have said to me, have failed. He came to the disciples. Their faith also didn't work. When Jesus stepped in, there was automatic breakthrough. Why? Because his faith went. But unlike the disciples of Jesus, most people in our times are just sitting there wondering why their faith is not working. The disciples went to Jesus and said, why is it that our faith could not work? Show us what to do. Because the way you came, you snapped your finger and the demon left. We want to be able to do likewise. How many of us want to be able to do likewise? You should not spend all day with one demon. Witches should not take over your house. You built the house with the power God gave you to get wealth. And when you go, you sleep in and say, I'm seeing things. Pastor, I don't want to sleep here. Witches shall not check you out of your habitation. Faith must work. But for faith to work, we need to know how to get it working. The disciples went to Jesus and said, how can our faith work? Jesus said, okay, it's a good question you've asked. Now, how do we get our faith working? We said that faith that works is faith that gets results. Your faith will get you results. I said your faith will get you results. When faith is in place, all things work. That's why our faith must work. We we established three reasons why faith must work. Because faith is our principal access to God. Somebody say our principal access to God. When you are entering this door and it's locked and you have the key, you don't have to pray, do you? You don't. You don't. The moment you have the key, you just slot it in, you turn it, and off you go. But when you don't have the key, you can pray all night and still nothing will happen. There are people who are praying all night, nothing will happen. It's happening. Why? Because their prayer is void of faith. The prayer that moves God is faith-filled prayer. He said, whatsoever we ask, believing, it shall be done. So whatever you ask, doubting, shall not be delivered. That's why faith must work. It's our principal access to God. Everything God is, everything God has, is rooted, is accessible by faith. In the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, he says, therefore having been justified by faith, we have peace through with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's do verse 2 together. One go. Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace. Somebody say we have access. So faith is your access. I see all doors opening for you. Faith is your access. Faith is not only your access to God, but faith is also your master key to stopping every attack of the enemy. When faith is you pick faith and you point it like this. It's a red card to the devil. When he sees faith in your hand, he takes cover. I see Satan taking cover from your life. Satan will take cover again. He will not come near you again. In the mighty name of Jesus. Last week, I told you that Satan will go to anybody. He will go to who? Anybody. If he went to Jesus, he will come to you. Praise God. But the same thing Jesus used to overcome him, he has been handed over to you. Praise God. So unlike unbelievers who are afraid of the devil, you must fear no devil. Can somebody give me an amen? Amen. The Bible says in the book of 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 to 9, he says that be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, like a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter 5, 8. Seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9. He says, whom resisteth fast. Somebody say resisteth fast. In what? Resisteth fast in what? No, in doubt. In disobedience. He said resisteth fast in faith. Why is it that some are walking over the devil and the devil is also toying with other people's destiny? It's resistance. Satan will come. But you need to tell him, you can't go beyond this place. And it takes faith to stop him. The Bible said, above all, taking the shield of faith. Where you shall be able to quench, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 16. Where you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. All. All. When he brings it against your finances, all. All shall be quenched. Against your marriage, all shall be quenched. Against your children, all shall be quenched. All shall be quenched. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Faith gives you access to God. Faith also stops the devil in his tracks in your life. And faith brings you into a realm of limitless possibilities. When faith is in place, all things are possible. This year, marriage will be possible. Business growth will be possible. Stop looking at your age. God does not look at your age to call your husband into being. I see your marriage partner coming. In the mighty name of Jesus. Stop listening to doctors. All their reports are fake. Medically is sensible. Spiritually is nonsensical. Praise God. If Sarah had listened to the doctors, she would never have conceived. But when faith is in place, negative reports give way to positive reports. The Bible said, by it, the elders obtain a good report. And without it, you can as well say what we mean. Without it, with it, they obtain a good report. Without faith, negative report. Every negative report around your life in this month of uncommon possibilities, I see that report give way for possibilities. In the name of Jesus, that verdict on your health is cancelled. That cancer is dissolved. In the name of Jesus, every lump in your breast disappears. In the name of Jesus, back chronic pain is cursed. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, when faith is invoked, possibilities become a natural order of a day. We have to get our faith working. When your faith is working, you can be asleep, but you still be winning. When faith works, nobody says anything to the devil. You can go to bed at night and victory is guaranteed. But when faith is not working, you can pray all night at 4 a.m. When you decide to sleep, you will still be having yawah dreams. When faith is working, you don't spend three days fasting over one useless dream. Let somebody dream of... uh, Seeing a snake, that is one week fasting and prayer. <laughs> Don't waste your time. Find something useful to do in your fasting and prayer. He said, behold, I give you power over serpents and scorpions. And over all the power. Now he said, I give you power over serpents and scorpions. And it's not power I give you only when you are fasting. It's power I've already imparted to your spirit. So when you are even sleeping, you still have power over serpents and scorpions. You see, the snake you see in your dream is not not different from the snake you see. The one you see physically is more dangerous than the one you see in your dreams. Fortunately, the one that troubles a lot of people is the one they see in their dreams. Let me sleep and dream, see snake. When I wake up, and when I open my eyes, I'll go back and sleep again. Praise God! Because he has given me Power over all serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt me. When that understanding is rooted in your spirit, you will not be paying fake prophets with milo and uh, uh, crates of egg. No, 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 no. Don't waste your time. But how can faith work? Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. How can faith work? Galatians 5, 6. How can faith works? The Bible says, for in Christ Jesus, let's read it together. Neither circumcision or uncircumcision availeth anything, but faith working through love. Somebody say, faith working through love. Oh, that's what the King James says. He said, said, in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision or uncircumcision availeth anything, but faith which worketh by love. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. If you want your faith to work, please check your lovometer. Check it. Check it. If you want your faith to work, it's not my uh, one anyone who say where You wake up at dawn and you are singing this song and you are not praising God but you are attacking your neighbor. You don't talk to the person. And you are talking to God. That's fake. That's what? Fake. You live in one small house. Everybody is your enemy. 
and you are on a tree mountain, please come down, come down. <laughs> come down. You can't assess God like that. One comment your husband passed. Almost every year he must come and beg on the same matter. And you are wondering why your faith is not working. Oh, I'm not surprised. Somebody owe you some money. He said he won't pay. Then later, God touched his heart. He brought some of the money. But it's left one 1,000 Ghana be. And that because of that money, when you see him in church, you use this way. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> and you're, you're, Papa, this year is my breakthrough year. Listen, it will be your breakdown year. <laughs> Start walking in love. Can somebody shout an amen? Listen, anything that serves as a blockade between you and God stops your faith. Are you with me? Anything that you allow to come between you and God, it will stop your faith. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Walk in love. I tell you, nobody is worthy of destroying your faith for them. Nobody. Nobody. Even if somebody owes you 100000 and he doesn't want to pay, keep your faith and let him take the 100000 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because see, when you know the value of faith, faith can bring you uh, one billion cities. And you are just wasting your time. Wasting your time, wasting your energy. Fighting over useless stuff. You can't even pray. Every now and then, when you lift up your voice, there's one condemnation or the other from the devil. Listen, until you walk in love, eh? Nothing works well. As for that one, understand it. Understand it. I mean, there's nobody I don't talk to in my life. At worst, I will talk to you, you will not respond. That's your business. But me, I will talk to you. No, no, no. What's your problem? I need to talk to you for me, not for you. Yeah, I need to talk to you for me, not for you. For me, for me, I am talking to you, not for you. As for you, don't want to answer, but I have to talk anyway. Because when I talk with you and you don't answer, I can talk to God. Yes. Praise God. But if I want to uh, now talk to God without talking to you, the Bible says when you are bringing your gift to the altar and you remember that somebody has done something against you, not that you have done something against a person. Most of the time we read our Bible upside down. When you are coming to bring your first fruit next week and you have not settled the matter between you and your, and your wife, keep it because when you bring it, there will still be no increase. Am I communicating here? Yeah, you don't. God is not a needy God. God is not broke. It's so vital that we appreciate it. Until you are in love, you are outside God. And faith only works for those who are in God. He said, He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. It's a principal key. I realize that people find it easy to pray than to walk in love. They can pray. Somebody who is walking in unforgiveness, bitterness, has a lot of records against the the wife or the husband, and they are still praying. You go to where they meet the park that people go and pray. You find them there. Praise God. And they pray and sweat and clap their hands, and Satan is standing somewhere mocking them. You're a joker. In fact, the more you pray, the more Satan becomes strong. <laughs> to walk in love simply means be kind to one another. The Bible says love is kind. Don't go and be saying things that when I said it about you, you will not be happy. Yeah. Say kind words. Words about people. Don't, don't think evil about people. Why should you be looking at somebody in church and you are thinking evil? Eh? When you have a car, it's good. When he has a car, when we have a car. You see, I dream Bonia Shoma. Let me tell you. Listen. Sometimes people think I have faith. No. I think I work in love. Yeah. I, I don't have as much faith as some people think. But by the grace of God, I'm growing in love every day. I'm growing in love every day. And listen, you can't be growing in love and not be growing in faith. You can't be growing in love and not be growing in what? 
Because the greatest of these is love. And when love is in place, all other things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are the core, according to his purpose. Now, next month, maybe next month or next two months, I'll be teaching on the pursuit of love, how to work in love practically. Because most of the time, we, 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 we want to work in love, but we don't want to be seen as foolish. You don't want to be seen as foolish. And away or by some who know what kind of means some company told you, and that's our family. So you see, what 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 genie no sebi sebi in news renewer. Total overhaul. We need to pour anointing oil on it and melt it. I have never seen a proud person walk in love. Because to walk in love, you have to be humble. You have to be humble. Then God is also saying, you go and apologize to the person. It's demeaning. That's what, how it sounds. Somebody, what the police bar mean to you, no matter what you do, mean to you. <laughs> How will you feel? We see now, when you be out there, But God says, love him. Number two, for faith to work, it has to be powered by the voice of God. It has to be powered by what? The faith that works is powered by the voice of God. Faith comes. Not by reading. Faith comes by hearing the voice of God. Most people read. Very few people hear God. Some read the Bible every day, but they never hear God. And listen, until you hear God, faith is not born. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the voice of God. All through scripture, everybody who heard God, faith ignited in their hearts. When Abraham heard God at an age where all was over for him, Faith came alive. When Moses had God, he was fleeing from Egypt. But when he had God, faith came alive and he came back to Egypt to confront the gods of Egypt. What of Noah? At the time where everybody was walking wayward. When he had God, he began a project. Everybody mocked him except he and his family. Everybody. They were mocking him. They said, look at what this guy is doing. <laughs> How will Noah be able to build an ark of this magnitude? How will this guy be able to build a business? How will this guy be able to sustain a home? How will this guy be able to marry for long? They said, all manner. But because he heard God, he kept on. I see you hearing God. When you pick the scriptures, may you hear God. You can come to church and sometimes you are hearing the preacher, but you are not hearing God. You are hearing the preacher. And when you hear well, you hear the preacher, most times you'll be marking grammar. Yeah. You'll be marking grammar. That's why you begin to look at the color of shirt the, pe- the person is wearing. Your mind is on something else. And when you finish, you wonder why faith is not in your heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the voice of God. I see you hearing the voice of God. And we said to access God's voice constantly, you have to be spiritual. You have to be what? If you are not spiritual, you can't hear God's voice. But faith that works is also anchored by hope. And I want to zero in on hope. Somebody say hope. Hope. Come with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. The Bible said, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That means when hope is out, faith is out. You need hope to come into faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The foundation for faith is hope. It takes hope to get into faith. You can say, hope is the doorway to faith. Look at what the Bible says of Abraham in the book of Romans chapter 4, verse 16 all the way to 19. Therefore, it is of faith 
that it might be of grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only that which is of the law, but also to that also which is of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Look at verse 17. He said, as it is written, I have made him. Somebody say, I have made him. I say, God has made me. He said, I have made him a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. Look at verse 18. He said, who against hope believe in hope, that he might become what? Wait, he might become what God had made him. So by faith, Abraham received who God has made him. And he had to hope against hope to become that. He said, I made him a father of many nations before him whom he believed. So when Abraham believed, he became. But the reality took some time. That's where hope becomes a necessity. Faith is a manifestation. Hope is the expectation. The manifestation is now. Faith is now. When you believe you are healed, you are healed now. The manifestation may take a day or two. And you need hope to keep it working. Faith works with hope. Praise God. We are told in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 16 to 18. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 13. The Bible says, that when God made a promise unto Abraham, because he could swear by none greater, he swore by himself. Somebody say he swore by himself. Saying, surely in blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently waited, he obtained what? The promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for a confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Wherein God, willing more abundantly to show to the heirs of the promise, the immutability of his counsel, the unchanging nature of his counsel, he confirmed it by an oath. Wherein, by two immutable things, it was impossible for God to lie, that we may have a strong consolation, who are fled to lay hold of the hope that is set before us. Verse 19, he said, which hope we have as an anchor, both sure and what? Steadfast. May your hope be steadfast. May your hope be sure. In the name of Jesus. When your hope is steadfast and sure, faith will work. But when hope is not in place, faith is polarized. Your faith shall be working. I said your faith shall be working. Your faith is already working. Your faith is already working. Job chapter 14, verse 14. We are told how Job, the man out of uh, fear, lost everything he had. But look at the process by which he got his faith back. It started with hope. He says, Job said, if a man dies, shall he live again? May you not die hopeless. I said, may you never die hopeless. He said, if a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change comes. So, in the worst of situations, he was still expecting a change. It's too soon for you to give up. Life is just about starting for you. God is not through with you yet. It looks like some people have gone ahead of you, but it's a matter of time. God is still working on your case. Can somebody give me an amen here? He said, if a man dies, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time, I will wait till my change comes. Did his change come or not? I see your change coming. I said, I see your change coming. Look at what he said. He said, for there is hope for a tree. Look at Job. Job is speaking here. He said, there is hope for a tree. This was how his faith came back. He, he Job chapter 14, verse 7 and 8. He said, there is hope for a tree that if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof shall not cease. Verse 8, he said, Though the root thereof was old in the earth, and the stock thereof died in the earth, in the ground. Verse 9, yet through the scent of water it shall sprout again. I see the water of God causing you to sprout again. In the mighty name of Jesus. People have written you off, but God is coming through for you. Do you remember the Bible said, and after some time, 
Samson's hair began to grow again. I see your hair growing again. Your hair is growing again. Your money is coming back again. Your marriage is working again. In the mighty name of Jesus. So keeping hope alive is keeping faith alive. Keeping hope alive is keeping what? When you kill your hope, you have killed your faith. Keeping hope alive is keeping faith alive. How then can I keep my hope alive? Number one, to keep your hope alive, you must be joined to the living God. Team up with God. Team up. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, 4. He said, to him that is joined to the living, there is hope. To him that is joined to the living, there is hope. To him that is joined to all the living, there is hope. Revelations 1, 8. He said, I am he that was dead. I now live and I'm alive evermore. In the book of Hebrews 7, 25. He said, he is able to save to the utmost that come to him. For seeing he ever liveth. So there is a God who ever lives. I said there is a God who ever what? Lives. And when you are joined up to him, your situation can never be hopeless. I came to announce to you there is still hope for you. There is a glorious future ahead of you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. How do you get joined to God? 1 John 5 verse 11 to 12. How do you get joined to God? 1 John 5 11 to 12. 1 John 5, 11 to 12. He said, this is the record that God had given us what? Eternal life. And this life is in his son. Look at verse 12. He said, he that had the son had life. But he that had not the son had no life. So the people who are hopeless are not in church. I said the people who are hopeless are the people outside here. But you can't be in Christ and be hopeless. The Bible said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Somebody shout the hope of glory. glory. When Christ is resident in you and you are in Christ. You know, it's not just that you are in Christ. You are in Christ. Christ is in you. He said our life is hid in God in Christ. And then Christ is in us. So it's a double do. There is great hope for your future. There is great hope for your future. Look at what 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 to 4 says. He said, blessed be God. 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4. He said, blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which had, according to his abundant mercy, had begotten us again unto a lively hope. Somebody say a lively hope. That's a hope that ever lives. That is the kind of hope you have been born. He said, when you were born again, there are some families, if you knew the family you were coming into, some of you, the day you open your eyes, you have closed it again. <laughs> Praise God. The day you say, ah, if you knew the nature of the family, he said, no, let me go back. Praise God. But the Bible said, into this family, when you are born into it, you have a lively hope. Can somebody give me an amen? amen. There is a lively hope in Christ for you. Amen. Shout, I have a lively hope in Christ. I like a songwriter who wrote a song and said, Jesus, you are my firm foundation. I know I can stand secure. Jesus, you are my firm foundation. I put my hope in your holy word. I put, I put my hope. I have a living hope. I have a li- I have a future. I have a future. God has a plan for me. God has a plan for me. Of this I'm sure. Of this I'm sure. Jesus. You're my firm foundation. I know I can stand secure. Jesus, you're my firm foundation. I put my hope in your holy word. I put my hope in your holy word. If you are going to keep hope alive, you must be born again. Praise God. In fact, in the book of 1 Corinthians 15, Paul was speaking. He says, that if it was only in this life we had hope, then we would have been miserable. When you get born again, you don't just have hope in this life. There's hope for you in the life you after. Praise God. When you die today, don't worry. I, sometimes I meet Christians. They say they are born again, confess Christ as their Lord. They ask me, when you die now, where are you going? They say, I don't know. That's a hopeless answer to give. I know where I'm going any day, any time. 
if I die now, I know I have a place with the Father. Can somebody give me an amen? But because we have an assignment here, we are not going now. Somebody say, I'm not going now. You will fulfill the number of your days. Number two, feed your spirit constantly with the word of God. You see, the Bible is the greatest book of hope. Thank God for Obama's book, Audacity of Hope. But it's not as hopeful as the word of God. Praise God. Because the Bible gives you a comprehensive picture of hopeless situations. If you are looking at a marriage that was hopeless, oh, hopelessly hopeless for childbirth, you can meet Abraham. Praise God. If you want to look at a man who lost everything and could hold on to nothing, oh, I think the book of Job will help you. Praise God. Hopeless, one hopeless situation after the other. If you want to see a man who had no confidence in himself whatsoever, he saw himself as useless. Look at that man in Moses. Praise God. Every time God spoke to him, he had one excuse or the other. But God vanquished all of those and handpicked him and made him an army general. Moses single-handedly led the children of Israel out of captivity into their promised land. Listen, your case is not a close case. Anywhere hope and faith work together, the case cannot be closed. I see your clothes open again. I see your case open again. I like it when the Bible said Jesus came to the tomb of Lazarus. And the first thing he said, he said, take away the stone. Because anytime people put a stone on your case, it means your case is a closed case. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost, I declare your case open again. In the name of Jesus. Your womb is open again. Your sperms are flowing again. In the name of Jesus. Regardless of the hopelessness of your situation, hopelessness of your report, I see you come out with a great testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. The same womb they said is there. That same womb will bring forth twins. The same sperm that they said could not be counted. It will be counting multiple children. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shout a believing amen. Amen. Shout a believing amen. Amen. Shout a believing amen. Amen. Romans chapter 15 verse 4. He says, for whatever was written aforetime, whatever was written, Everything. Listen, never pick the Bible and think that something is useless in the Bible. All scripture is profitable. Everything written here is profitable. He said, for whatsoever was written aforetime was written for our learning that we through the comfort and patience of scriptures might have what? Hope. So, you cannot walk in hopelessness when you are full of the word of God. When you are word full, you'll be hopeful. When you are well full, you'll be what? Hopeful. That's what the Bible says. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. I've never met a person who is hopeless and speaking hopeless, acting hopeless and talking hopeless. Who was full of the word of God? When you are loaded with the word of God, you talk hope. You speak hope. You vomit hope. You breathe hope. Everything around you is hope. I see you emitting hope. You are emitting hope. Everywhere you go, hope will come alive. Situations will be turned around. In the mighty name of Jesus. How do I keep my hope alive? Focus your attention on your glorious future and not your bad present circumstance. Focus. Focus on your glorious future and not your present challenges. As for the challenges, you are not alone. But the focus is your choice. The Bible says, for while we look not at the things which are seen, (laughs) while we look not at the things which are what? There are things which I see, if you look at them, you'll be depressed. If you look at this woman who is never changing her ways, you'll be depressed. If you look at this business that is never making progress, you'll be depressed. If you look at the congregation and you look at empty chairs, I'll be depressed. Praise God. But I choose to look at a glorious church. Every time when I'm preaching here, I see a mega church. I see a church that is sitting thousands of people. That's what I see. I don't see anything. I see everything working together for my good. I see me living in a very powerful house. Praise God. Keep your hope alive by keeping your focus right. You are not the only person with challenges, but you are the only person who is talking challenges. You are the only person who is focusing on them. 
And I'm telling you, anything you focus on becomes bigger for you. Anything you focus on. The Bible says, I know the plans I have for you. I know the plans I have for you. They are plans of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. Can you begin to picture that future? Now, if God says, I have good plans for you, you are looking for a job, you walk into Ronaldo's office, and he tells you, don't worry, I know the plans I have concerning your job. How will you feel? You will come out of his office beaming with all smiles, feeling excited, feeling hopeful. Why is it that God told you he has better plans for you? Plans of future and not of evil. Plans that will prosper you, plans that will secure your future. And this thing is not filling your life with enough joy and gladness. I came to announce to you God's word is surer than Nanando's word. God is more faithful than Nanando. If you ever lose anything, never lose your hope. When you lose your hope, God cannot even help you. When you lose your hope, God cannot help you. Job looked at his body. He looked at his body everywhere. Tatters. Stinking body. Smelling body. The wife looked at the body. He said, Job, curse God and die. He said, I know my redeemer live it. Though this skin, worms can destroy it. Yet in my flesh, I shall see God. Did you see God again? God came through for him. Listen, people can write your case off. The wife wrote his case off, but Job decided to hold on to his God. I see God shocking somebody this year. This year, the God of this commission... The God of my father, Oyedepo, the God of the Bible will shock you. Amen. He will make you a surprise to yourself. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. How do I keep my hope alive? Keep talking hope. Keep talking what? No, never keep quiet. Listen, you see, Christians who don't talk, they don't take anything. If you will take something with you in your Christian life, you must be a talking Christian. You have to talk. I talk. I talk to the extent that sometimes some pastors are even annoying with what I say on radio. But I can't stop talking. I'm talking. We are going to build one of the mega churches in this city. They should wait. They should wait and let us finish. When God is finished with us, that's when they will come and see. And we are building it debt free. We won't borrow one money from anywhere. Supernaturally shall be paid for. Listen. Now, that church shall also be fully air conditioned. Everywhere. Everywhere. Listen, keep talking. Keep what? Talking. The Bible said, this book of the law shall not depart from your eyes. They look at you. In fact, God wanted Abraham to talk well, so he changed his name. He was childless. He said, Abraham, you shall not be called Abraham again. You are going to be called Abraham, a father of many nations. That means every time you meet somebody, they ask you, what is your name? You are talking your destiny. Praise God. What is your name? He says, Abraham. What is Abraham? Father of multitudes. How many are your children? They are coming. Praise God. They are what? Coming. They are coming. They are coming. Now, today, Abraham is a father of multitudes. Even Muslims who don't know who Abraham is, they call him Ibrahim. They say that Abraham is their father. I think the Hindus are also doing the same. Echis will do the same. Why? Because he's a father of multitudes. David said, why are thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him. Listen, there are times all kinds of feelings will be running through your thoughts. You look at the business, and it looks like, is it what I have invested all my life for? Look at where I am. I don't seem to be making a headway. That's Satan talking to you. God has a better plan for you. Tell the devil I am coming out more than a conqueror. I'm coming out better and stronger. I'm coming out with a testimony. Am I communicating to somebody here? They look at you, turn around, you see all your friends. Satan tells you, you see all your mates are married. See you. How? Look at you. When will you marry? Tell the devil, my own is coming. And Satan, I will give you an invite. Am I communicating to somebody here? You have to talk. Most of us are depressed because we don't talk. You know why people feel depressed? They are depressed because they don't talk to their thoughts that are coming to their minds. Cast it down! Satan tells you, you, the way the first marriage didn't work, don't try. So when a gentleman comes into your life, he tells you, don't try. Tell him, Satan, God punish you and your, all your ancestors. Yeah. This one will work. Yes. Don't rejoice because when I fall, I shall arise. Yeah. When I sit in darkness, God shall be my light. Yeah. Can somebody give me an amen? Yeah. 
you look at your children and the heartache they are giving you. You are worried. Ah! Will it ever go well with my children? The Bible says, say ye unto the righteous, it shall be well with him. He said, the seed of the mighty shall be blessed. So you don't look at the other thing to make you depressed. Listen, you can't be depressed without your assistance. Anybody who is working in depression, allow it to happen to him. You will not be depressed again. I said you will not be depressed again. You will not be depressed again. And finally, if you are going to keep your hope alive, constantly remind yourself of the mercies of God. Somebody say the mercies of God. Say the mercies of God. Somebody say the mercies of God. Say the mercies of God. I like this scripture so much. He said, this I call to my Lamentations 3, 21. He said, this I call to my, I recall. Somebody say, I recall. Say, I recall. I recall. He said, this I recall, therefore I have hope. What do I recall to have hope? It's of a lost message. Look at that. It's of a lost message that I am not consumed. For his compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Stop allowing Satan to keep you in your past. You have committed uh, abortion so you can't have a child. Who said so? Who said so? You stole at your workplace and they dismiss you. That was before you knew Christ. Now you are born again. Who said so? Whose report will you believe? God will not count your transgressions against you. Human beings can keep a track record of all your sins. But God has no record at all. You go to God and say, God, I need a record about my life. When I was not born again, I used to drink. When I used to smoke, I want all the records. When I used to chase guests about, I want all the records. God will look at Jesus and say, call for the blood. He said, the blood cleans your transgression. The day you confess Christ, all your transgressions were blotted away. He says, I will remember your sin no more. I will remember your sin no more. So if somebody is perpetually reminding you of your sin, let me tell you, nobody is doing that business except the devil. If somebody is telling you because of abortion, it won't go well with you. Tell Satan, in spite of abortion, my first set will be triplets. Get him crazy. The mercies of God are new every day until you die. New mercies. Somebody say, until I die, new mercies. He said they are new every morning. That's why you should not wake up and have a bad day. It's a new day. New mercies are available. Yesterday was bad, but today is new mercy. His faithfulness never fails. I see you functioning with the greatest of faith. Your faith is working like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to speak to God. Speak to God. Yakaboko Sabah. They are new every morning. New, new every morning. Great, great. Oh, Lord. Great
the name of Jesus. The Lord spoke unto Moses. He said, after these words, you bless my people. I speak words of favor over your life. This week, you shall be favored. In the name of Jesus. Your steps shall be supernaturally ordered. God will lead you in pleasant paths. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The life that has been imparted to you shall remain with you. No matter where you find yourself and how tough life gets, you will always win. You will always win. You will always win. In the name of Jesus. Return with testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Anything you saw in this service today that you desire and covet, I decree that it comes upon you. In the name of Jesus. That which must go through a certain process, biologically. By the time that process, that time period is due, you have your miracle in your hands. Go with God and return with testimonies. has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuakwa, please call 020-422-5790 or 027-422-5790 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit our website www.faithhousechapel.com for any other information. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our two English services, 6.30 to 8 a.m. fair service, 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. second service, and on Tuesdays for our word encounter service, 6 to 8 p.m. at our church auditorium on the top floor of Nanaama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station Santase Runabout, Kumase Ghana. God richly bless you. In one word, one word.